When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Sarah, Tom and JJ. How are you all? Good. We are good. How are you? Are you over there at Adelaide? Are you soaking in all of the pizzazz, the vibe that is Gather Round? It's a wonderful concept and uh, I think every club has loved their time over here and it's a, it's a great credit to the AFL and the South Australian Government. It's, uh, we cannot believe we're here at Adelaide Oval at the moment and the, after all the rain last night, the ground, ground is magnificent. Absolutely magnificent. So you wouldn't know that four games have been played here already. Simon, Tom Morris here. Good to chat. Where would you have gather around position Ooh. for the next three or four years <laughs> if you were the CEO of the AFL? Geelong. Oh, Geelong. <laughs> Geelong. <laughs> we just need to work out a couple more ovals uh, down, down on the Ballerine. But no, uh, look, it's an interesting one because uh, obviously there, there may be a few bidders, uh, but I think everyone's pretty happy with South Australia. But I love the concept of, you know, we've obviously spent a lot of time up, here, up in Queensland as well. So, and the last time, the junior football in Queensland has just skyrocketed. So, we went out to uh, Broadbeach and uh, the Broadbeach Cats, and we had over a thousand of training, just a training session in the pre season. So, it's, it's really growing, growing up north as well. So, I, I'd like to go up there. Lloyd, I spoke earlier about the you know, gather rounds magnificent and we get to, to, to benefit from all that it brings and the people and the festivities and having all the games in one place. Can you talk to us a little bit? Is it, is it a toll or is there an extra workload on the staff behind the scenes, a lot of um, extra logistics that you guys have got to go through? And you know, I'm talking about people who, who have got to you know, pack the truck up and cart more stuff. Is it, a, is, it, um, is it a big toll on those types behind the scenes and, and you guys having to organise a lot more stuff? Or is it pretty much just, a, just like another away, away game for you guys? Oh, there are a huge amount of logistics. Um, we were just talking to Matthew Knight in the middle of the ground and West Coast uh, packing up today and heading back to WA, and then they're back here next week. So, um, but we actually understand. I think all, all AFL clubs do understand um, the significance of this. Uh, it's going to really help grow the game, and uh, it's really just a, it feels like a festival here. Uh, it's a real celebration, and uh, it's great. It's quite funny walking down the hallways to our um, eating area and. You walk past and there's Hawthorne in one room and Melbourne in another, and uh, yeah, so you 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 know you're rubbing shoulders with a lot a lot of people that you've known over a period of time, and so everyone everyone's enjoyed being here. And so I, I think it's something that it's something that's going to grow, and uh, I think from a from a tourism industry, walking through Rundle Mall and seeing seeing everyone in different colours, and uh, you know it's, it's it's they've done a great job, incredible incredible job hosting it. So aside from the cultural significance of the round, there's clearly a financial element to it as well, Simon. Have the clubs been told exactly how much money they're going to get filtered down to the salary cap, to the soft cap, um, and to the rest of the club from Gather Round, from the AFL? Uh, look, not in the future. We know what it is this year. So it's, you know, it's, I think it's well known that I think most, most clubs have uh, received around, uh, around 700,000 mark. And mind you, in saying that... Uh, 
with that money, there's a, a lot of the money goes into the logistics and the operations and, and getting over here and hotels and, and those type of things. But in saying that, there's there's, there's a small part of that, that that can you know that can go towards the staff and uh, around the soft cap, and there's a chunk of that as well that's been split amongst the playing group for actually playing an extra round. Um, so it's, it's been great for all the all the clubs across the competition. Uh, but it's, again, it's something that could just really build the industry. Lordy, is, is, you mentioned the soft cap here, and I know that it's something that you've got to probably spend most of your time on considering where it once was and where it is now. Is it something that the that, that GMs and, and, and club chairman and chair people are really going after to try and replenish that area of the game? You see firsthand you know, how much the assistant coaches do and how much the welfare people do and how much you know, those behind the scenes, the medical team do to, to, to get the players and give the players everything that they need. So is that almost your primary, you know, um, desire at the moment to keep trying to replenish and, and put money back into the soft cap so that the clubs can and the people can have can have what they need? Yeah, Josh, having, you know, you know it yourself, having, you know, working in the industry and you do see the demands and tolls and, and the investment everyone makes in this. And several years ago, it was obviously sitting around the soft cap, you know, the money that you'd spend on your operational expenditure and your wages was, was around 9.7 million, and overnight that dropped to 6.2 million. And um, so, with that meant, you know, there were a lot of redundancies. Um, we, we cut a lot of things that we were doing in regards to massage and physio treatments, and you know, a lot of, as I said, a lot of people lost lost their jobs. But now that's moved moved back around the seven million dollar mark, so it's 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 improved. But I think across the industry, uh, you know, we, we had. Clubs need to make changes, as a lot of businesses did throughout Australia, just to survive that period of time. But we're starting to look healthy again, and I think there are a lot of CEOs uh, across the competition, um, some stronger than others, that are canvassing and, and advocating strongly for, for an increase in the soft cap. And uh, I, you know, we're, we're hoping that there is a, an increase. I don't think it'll get back to where it was, whereas some, I think some clubs are pushing for it to get back to where it was. Um, but I, I do do think and I do hope that it will increase uh, somewhat uh, you know, over, the, over the next year. We're speaking to Geelong GM of footy, Simon Lloyd. And Simon, I'm not sure if you heard our chat around Zach Merritt. He might be cited by the MRO uh, just before you came on for a, a dangerous tackle. You had a curious case this week where Gary Rowan was going to go to the tribunal for his dangerous tackle from the previous week. You were going to challenge the ban and then at the 11th hour uh, you pulled out from it. Can you take us through that decision? Yeah, I, I can talk you through it. And again, I, look, I think, because some people I was criticised for it in some parts of the media, and uh, I suppose from our perspective, there was a timing perspective because we we played obviously on Monday. Come Tuesday night, we found out uh, that Gary had been charged, and so we we have until Wednesday morning, uh, mid morning, to actually let the AFL know whether we will challenge or not. And at that point in time, we were still gathering information, and I had my thoughts on where it should go. Uh, Gary had his thoughts on where it should go, and we're, we're talking to legal representatives as well. So at that period of time, we said, yes, we would challenge it. And having slept on it overnight, um, and, and almost where, where things are currently at, I, I just didn't feel that we should challenge it, and, uh, and and Gary ended up agreeing to that. So so the AFL were understanding, and we obviously changed. And oh, I think we... That is... I suppose we do need a level of maturity. I suppose it might frustrate some people that you think all of a sudden you're going in there with a challenge, but... I actually felt that um, we were a highly unlikely 
to actually get uh, you know, get over the challenge. Lots of AFL CEOs and footy managers in Adelaide at the moment. Have you got any indication as to uh, who the next AFL CEO would be and who the GM of footy is going to be? Got no idea whatsoever. Uh, you probably, <laughs> I, I, I know as much as you guys do in reading reading the media, and uh, it's um, obviously Gil's done an incredible job over a long period of time, and uh, obviously there's a number of candidates that have uh, have been interviewed, and uh, I suppose they're not going to make the decision on the GM of football until uh, the CEO's role is. Um, Obviously, they make a decision on that CEO's role. So, look, your guess is as good as mine, but I'm sure um, they've got some great candidates. Well, Simon, you've been somewhat saved by the bell because we've got a hard out in about 20 (laughs) seconds. So thank you so much for joining us on Sunday Crunch Time and good luck to your cats against the West Coast Eagles today at Adelaide Oval. Great to chat. All right. Thanks, Simon. That was Simon Lloyd there. But up next, our weekend wonders and the booing of Jason Horn Francis. We unpack it all.